podcast where we talk about book, business, and branding for authors. I am your host, Ashley King, aka the Get It Done Queen, where I help people of faith tell their story by writing a book and maximizing their reach through speaking and events. Guys, I am so excited. I have a wonderful uh, guest this evening. Um, she's my name twin. And we went to the same high school together, just graduated separate years. So I want to bring on the author of Broken, Miss Ashley Poole. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So I want you to go ahead, you know, and tell the audience, the listeners, a little bit more about yourself. Um, well, I am a, a lady of many things. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm a realtor. I've been a realtor for the past two years, um, got out of property management a couple of years ago, just to branch out a little bit more um, for the flexibility. Um, I am married, have been married for eight years, just celebrated my eighth anniversary, uh, May 13th. <laughs> Thank you. And I have three beautiful children, uh, seven, six, and five. No, no, I'm sorry. So I have an 11 year old, a seven year old, and a six year old. Were you affected by like the homeschooling? Did you have to do any home homeschooling? Yes, like their their teachers are in tune with the Zoom, and their schedules is laid out for which subjects they have to take, the time in which they need to be zooming in. So it has been an experience, but it's it's been good. It's been really really good. No, dope. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into this book, Broken. Go ahead and tell us what Broken is all about. So the main character is Megan Parks. And she basically had a traumatic experience at the tender age of 13. And following behind that, there were some other things that occurred. Uh, I would describe her as very, very passive. She's a very passive um, young lady where she dealt with a lot of things. And in the process of dealing with different circumstances, different events in her life and in her journey. Um, she just never really healed. And, you know, hurt people end up hurting people. Yes, and what eventually end up happening, you know, throughout her journey, never going through that process of healing, never really understanding self-love. It, it just end up putting her in some really tough situations where she end up having to face her own demons. Definitely. So I think that's a really true to date, you know, type of thing, how, you know, hurt people, hurt people, um, people especially a lot of women, you know, we come out of different relationships that mm. have impacted us, you know, in various ways, you know, we can come out bitter, broken, we can come out better. Uh, but, you know, we don't heal from that. We usually take it on to the next relationship and just carry that hurt and that burden. And I'm assuming that's what kind of Megan did. And, you know, um, would you say, I mean, is this Megan? Is she inspired by anyone, you know, as far as the book? You know, how did you come up with this character, Megan? Well, um, I am Megan Parks. 
And I think a lot of women in this world could basically relate to who Megan Parks is. And that is something that I have learned since I launched my book. I have received so many messages, text messages, inboxes of, you know, people like this, this was like inspiring, you know, like it, it made them see themselves in so many ways, because for one, whether it was sexual abuse, which a lot of women have dealt with sexual abuse um, and have not talked about it because it's just been swept up under the rug, which was one of the main things that took place with Megan, you know, at 13, dealing with sexual abuse. And then again, which was with a family member to being 17 years old and experiencing a very a, the same situation but with a complete stranger you know so just dealing with that then dealing with a love the person that you love and dealing with that heartbreak you know and like this book contains so many different topics and it's just like if you were standing in a crowd and you if and you start to name out certain things how many women have been sexually abused how many women have had their heart broken how many women have lost a child you know like it's it's how many have women have um relationship issues with people within their family you know like it's a lot of things that megan dealt with um that just it was just moved on you know she like she just moved on with her life and just never dealt with them and i think a lot of us do that we just move on we tell ourselves i'm good yeah. I'm good. You know, yeah. when in reality, you're really not good. And then when you get to that point in your life where something is happening, you know, you you have a husband and now you have to deal with them. And then those insecurities come out from your past that that's proof that you have not healed, you know, or even with dealing with your children you know, certain things of how you respond, the things that you say to them, and you realize that, okay, I haven't dealt with this that I dealt with my own parents. So you're passing on your your unhealed emotions to the people that you actually love. And it just carries on and carries on. And it's just like, at what point are you going to realize, okay, I need to do something about myself. And, you know, so that I can stop hurting the people that I say I love. Mm -hmm. When you was listing off of those things, I, I checked three out of the four boxes. I'm like, me, me, me. So, I mean, you, you, you posed a good question. You know, at what point does one say I need to stop this and heal? So, at what point did you realize, you know, as far as your, your character, Megan, that you needed to stop this this pattern and you know heal before you go on and you know being broken into another relationship. I think the 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 thing about not going through the healing process is um, as you're going on through life and it's like you're the victim. Throughout this journey, you're the victim because you're hurt. You're, you're dealing with different relationships and different things are happening. And it's adding on to what is already there. And to the point where you become a reflection of what you've dealt with. Mm. And Megan end up becoming a reflection of infidelity. You know, she end up being 
stepping out and um, having an affair. And when everything came up to surface, it was just like, um, for one, this is not you. And you're responding and, and, and the hurt, the hurt that she saw from her husband that she loved dearly. And knowing that her actions could possibly tear her family apart. Um, she, at that point, it was just like, okay, I'm hurting and I'm about to risk everything that actually means something to me. Like all of these things mean something like to me. And the point where she had to face that and see that the person that she loved was hurting so bad. And it was just like, I, I know what, I know I can relate to your heart because in me and a person of love, I would never want you to feel what I felt. And yeah. just seeing a loved one feeling like that, it was just like, you need to sit down, separate flex, and figure out what you need to do to better yourself because you got some things that you got that got some healing to do and you have to make those steps. But I think that was the moment of just seeing someone that she loved so much that she had hurt deeply and she can pretty much relate. It's like the shoe um, was on the other foot. Definitely. I mean, not that you can speak for everyone, but do you think that, it's hard for people who've been hurt to actually pause and do a self-reflection because some people literally go on for years in a stage of hurt. And so it's just like, do you think a lot of people ever catch on to their patterns or do you think, you know, they continue to go into this vicious cycle and just blame everyone else for, you know, their issues and continue on to have this big mindset? What do you think? I think, as long as you continue to point the finger at the, at, at the other person on the opposite side and not look at yourself to see where you play in the relationship and the situation and the events that have occurred, you will never grow. You will never grow. I think that it, it halts your growth and development of becoming your best self is because you can't identify where you play in the situation. And you have to see that you're not perfect. And there are some things that you need to do in order to, to grow, you know, like for yourself, as well as being able to have healthy relationships. So how would you say one or even Megan, how will one or Megan heal from being hurt? Like, what are, I don't know if there's some things, there's a process, like, how do people heal from being hurt? Um, so I'm going to share my notes. I believe that it's the, step, the steps of atonement. Okay. And the first step of atonement is pointing out the wrong, which is really difficult for people. It's because you have to basically figure out how that first you have to admit that you've wronged someone, mm -hmm. you know, and, and not, a, and not, a, not many people are 
can 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 pretty much like admit that yeah. like I've, I've made a mistake i've hurt someone like it's some some people it's really hard for people to just say sorry you yeah. know you know and and you have you have to be able to point out the wrong uh the second step is being able to acknowledge the wrong which is the fact that you have been hurt as well you know acknowledging the fact that you have been wrong the third is confessing a fault confessing your fault which is um seeking to your higher being your higher being god and confessing to him in addition to going to the people that you have wrong going person to person and atoning with them you know just just trying to clear up any ill feelings any ill situations that have occurred just being able to talk it out talk it out and communicate for resolution um the fourth is repentance um the fifth is atonement when you're willing to take steps to do something um forgiveness forgiveness you have to forgive yourself and you have to forgive others you know um to basically release all resentment and as well as um feeling on the offense of, of things. Um, the seventh is reconciliation or re restoration, is um, being able to resolve differences and being able to build up those relationships with the people that really matters the most to you. And some of those relationships, you know, long as you can find closure, some of those relationships may not be the way that they were from the beginning, you know, but the fact that you found closure you know that's a part of the healing relation um the heart the healing process and again like the uh some of those other relationships where you may begin to um reconcile like they may become better than they were before and mm -hmm. the eighth one is your perfect union with god you know um that's the that's the completion you know, because he's going to be guiding you throughout this entire process, yeah. you know, of taking these eight steps. And he's the perfect guide of leading you to what self-love is. So I believe in those eight steps. And I believe those eight steps is a perfect process of beginning to heal and become a better you. Those are amazing. I, I love that. I'm pretty, the listeners, they got, they're loving it. I, I just, they're loving it. So, I mean, I hashtag I am Megan. If, you know, since this is your story, was it hard to write, or should I say, was it hard to, you know, come across the idea that, you know, I'm going to be sharing this with the world? Um, how did that, you know, play on you, the thoughts as far as, you know, people, other people are going to be reading this story? Oh, man, let me tell you. So because in the process of writing this book, nobody knew I was writing this book. The only person that knew or the people that knew was my husband and my children. But even my husband had no idea of what was going to be in this book, the content of this book. Um, and with him being my go-to person to seek advice and um get his opinion on certain things like 
that part was tough, but I was so grateful for you as my publisher because it was just like, yo, like even when I sent you that first um, edit and you was like, you're going to have to dive a little bit into this. Like you're going to have to go <laughs> deeper, Ashley, because I wasn't giving enough. You know, you was just like, even I can pray with you. Like, this is what I do. And it was like at that moment, it was like, I can do this. I can do this because this is this is way deeper than me, you know? And at that moment, it was just like, I, I gave it. I gave it my all. And I knew, and some people still don't know that this is my story, but some people that was a part of those events that took place, like even some of my friends, it was like, am I so and so and so and so? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they were able to pinpoint themselves, you yeah. know? Um, but some people really don't know that this is my true story. And going through that process, it was tough because it felt like I was reliving every moment all over again. And I was by myself because I couldn't just go and cuddle like, you know, those down moments. And it's like my husband, he was there, but he was like, I don't even know what to say because I don't know what's going on or where where you are, you know. So it was it was a really, really tough process. Like I think I went through every emotion to laughing, to crying, to just like just feeling down like and I probably sit it down for a couple of days and not even tend to it, you know, but it was truly a process. But afterwards, like the completion process, I was just like, you did it, girl. Like, and this, this, this is going to be like really the perfect step for you because it's, it was like me screaming. You know how like they say when you have all of this inside of you, like my book is me screaming. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I delivered. Like I feel free. I feel free. Like nobody can hold me back from anything. Yeah. Like I am free from all bondage and I, it, it, it feels good it feels good <laughs> yes, I love hearing that like it's such a freedom like I, I usually don't tell people my story and you know but when I wrote my very first book the God's been single satisfied and saved after I published it you know family friends you know they buy it to support but I didn't promote my book for three years because I was too ashamed of what people would think of me so when Authors go through that like I completely understand. But when I took that first step and went out there, I will never forget. I went to a, a church that had a function, and I was out there promoting my book. And a minister came up to me and was like, "Oh my gosh, you're the author of this book! I have someone in the church that's written it. Oh my gosh, she love to meet you." And I was like, "Wow!" I was sitting on this for three years. Imagine how many more people I could have helped if I would have been really out here promoting this book. And absolutely that you know you feel shameful with that vulnerable feeling because it's like oh god people are gonna judge me but it's such a beauty and when you're free to share your story and you have so many people that's like you know what thank you i've been through that shame but i appreciate you telling your story and then, like you find people that you connect with like your own yeah. tribe and i tell authors hey you know that is your tribe now you know uh, if you want to create a, you know a brand a business around it 
you know, find ways to support your tribe, to nurture them, because if you've been through it and healed, they are looking for that answer, and you are the person that has that answer. Definitely, you know, kudos. I'm glad that it's the feeling that you are having. It's beautiful. The support has been crazy. Like, the minute, the day, it was April 15th, when you shared um, the flyer of me um, preparing for my virtual launch for my birthday, which was scheduled for May 1st. And at first, cause I didn't know exactly what day I was going to push it, but it was just like, when you put, when you posted it, I was like, go. And I just posted it. When I say there, it was, I have never had as many shares. There was 52 shares of that. Wow. 52 posts. And that has, never happened like i've done and created all kinds of things but the support has been effortless like yes. effortless is and and it like i i i just i didn't know what to expect like with this being <laughs> my first book like it, i mean everybody like from all over florida especially my hometown my mother my mom just mary Kay, like her people, my dad, barber shopping, co his 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 work, his um co-workers. It's just like the the support has been amazing. Like I can't be more more grateful. Awesome. But how was your live? Were you nervous? Oh yes, 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 yes. Because for one, this talking thing is just not for me. Like I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not used to talking. You know, I like, I write. That was one of the, the, the things that made me want to write a book because growing up, I was never really vocal because I was so sensitive. And the minute I get ready to start talking, I start crying. So it was just like, I, 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 I could never. So I always wrote, I always wrote. And that was my way of expressing myself. So when it came to this live and it's like, okay, Ashley, you're going to have to get used to talking to people which has been one of the things i had an issue with with being a realtor you know having to go out and talk to people about what you do and it's more so the people who don't know you who's the most supportive like and yeah. it's just like okay i'm gonna have to branch out from here to go here but you know when am i gonna talk about like how am i gonna start this conversation so it it was very very tough but what i've learned you know with both of these situations, being a realtor, now being a new author and preparing for my life, it was like, I'm so passionate about this because of my connection to it. And I think that's what makes the difference. And it makes it more easy for me to speak, you know, because it's, it's literally coming from my heart and my soul. And it's, it's just effortless, you know? So it, at first it was, it was a little nerve wracking, you know, but as I started to talk, it was like, I just, I just, I just gave it my all. It's just like everything just blacked out. And it was just like, you're going to get what you're going to get, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, I mean, do you see any more books in your future? Yes, I'm actually because it's so many people that has been asking me, like, when is the next one coming? You know, I'm, I'm hoping that by the time, because I'm doing this, um, this little series of me breaking down each chapter 
of me going live on um, on Instagram and which I think will help me as well with engagement and what I what I've learned too within this process is stepping out of my comfort zone me talking to people me talking live like this is stepping out of my comfort zone however it's been one of the things that has made me successful within this time period you know so me doing these lives and breaking down these different topics I'm hoping that you know i will have my next book ready by the time i finish with um this series of breaking down this book because a lot of people are already ready for book two you know yes so what's your ig so people can follow and watch so ig i am ashley i am ashley pool and on facebook it's just ashley pool all right, and pool is P O O L E guys. So I am Ashley Pool P O O L E on Instagram, and you said Ashley Pool on Facebook. So on Instagram is I am Ashley Pool, and then uh -huh. Facebook is Ashley Pool. Gotcha, perfect. Yeah. So I do want to switch gears just a little bit um, because I was just when you have been doing a great job at marketing like i was just in awe like i was just loving your posts your engagement with people um what tips do you have for other first-time authors as far as like things that you perhaps done that have been successful like you said you know stepping outside of your comfort zone going live what other tips would you have for first-time authors you know it's so crazy because i've been getting a lot of feedback in regards to my marketing but some like this one person, this one guy reached out. He was like, I just took a course and you're doing everything that they're telling me we need to do. And I'm like, well, what am I doing? Tell me what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> because like marketing, I feel like has been one of my weaknesses, like over the years with establishing an online boutique, you know, I really didn't know how to engage and reach out to people. And I think it's just, um, the organization i think it um um being people being able to see your personality through your through your uh, marketing because at first it was very bland in which i didn't realize until my cousin came here a couple of months a couple of months ago and she was just like i hadn't seen her in years but she was like you look boring you know oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> So I had to like change it up, like so people yeah. can see a little bit more of my personality, you know, um, show a little bit more. Um, and as far as affirmations, you know, and then with people who have been reposting my uh, book or messages, I'm constantly sharing those things and I'm engaging. I'm, I'm talking yes. to everyone of everybody who leaves a comment. I'm responding to every single person on that yes. timeline, you know? So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's really like, I haven't really put a science to it, you mm -hmm. know, cause I feel like I'm still in the learning process, but I think it's just people being able to feel the passion behind what you're doing and being able to peep your personality in addition to that connection. You know, people got to be able to connect with you as well. Definitely. Most definitely. I mean, everything you said, I 100% agree. And I mean, for you to say you're nervous to go live and 
I would not have guessed whatsoever. <laughs> um, a fabulous and amazing job. So, Miss Ashley, before we leave, can you tell people where they can get your book? So, you can go to ashleypoolbroken.com to purchase the book. Um, however, you can also reach me um, personally for because I get a lot of people who want an autograph. So, like, you can cash at me um, at I am Ashley Pool. $14 for shipping, which includes shipping. Just make sure that when you do inbox me or DM that you provide your address or PO box where you want your book to go to. Okay. So get that website one more time. It's ashleypoolbroken.com. Awesome, awesome. Well, Miss Ashley, my twin and name, thank you so much for being on the Get It Done podcast. I want to say you are like a phenomenal testimony. One, you were easy to work with, you know, you were open to suggestions. And then whether you don't know anything about marketing, you are doing a phenomenal job. I'm going to say that. You are doing amazing and it is showing Thank because you. we are engaging. I tell people are loving it and people are posting your book. Okay? Yes, indeed. <laughs> I'm a phenomenal Thank job. Thank you so much, all right. Well, thank you so much um, for being up on the Get It Done podcast, and you have a blessed evening. Thank okay? you for having me. Thank you. All right. So I'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye.